As a business and leadership mentor, wife, and mom, I know that building a legacy business as a high-performing female entrepreneur can be overwhelming when you play many demanding roles in your life. But you know what? It doesn't have to be that way. You can be a powerful, high performer in your career, plus enjoy a fulfilling marriage and be a great mom all at the same time. Join me and my guests every week to get the inside scoop on what it really looks like to build a high growth business while living a life truly aligned with your family and personal values. Well, hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the show. I have my awesome friend here, Allison Chavez. What's up, Allison? Oh my gosh, Megan. I'm so happy to be here. Thanks for having me. I am happy you're here too, because we don't go like super way back, but we know each other pretty well and have both kind of like gone through some, our own ups and downs over the last year and a half. I think we've known each other about a year and a half. So we have gotten a little bit of a glimpse in each other's journeys over, over the past 18 months. So I'm excited to hear what you have to say today. Uh, we're going to dive into this conversation around slowing down to speed up. I know you are the go-to person when it comes to really balancing out the masculine and feminine in your business and knowing when to tap into the the one that's going to really work for you and, and move things forward. So I'm so excited to have you here. Oh, I'm excited for this conversation. Excited to yeah. see where it goes. I know. I love the conversational style. So yeah. if you're listening, we know we're going to talk about masculine, feminine, slow down to speed up. And that's what, that's what we're going to work off of. So we will see where it goes. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I love it. Awesome. Well, Allison, I would love to have you just, you know, take a couple of minutes, introduce yourself to our listeners and maybe give us a bit of your backstory as well. I find that to be really interesting. Like how'd you get started? How'd you get into what you're doing now? And maybe even share a little glimpse into how it's evolved over the last few years that you've been in business. Oh yeah, for sure. So I'm Allison Chavis and I'm a success and life coach for professional God-centered women. And I got, I've been doing this business online for well over a decade now. And, and I got in uh, really just because I was so bored with, I was so bored with what I was doing. Um, I had been in direct sales for like 13 years prior and I was just, I'd outgrown it and I didn't realize that I had outgrown it, but I was really, I was really in love with mindset and universal laws and principles and, um, all of, all, all of those kinds of things. And so I was given very, very clear direction from my higher power, who is God, um, that I needed to build this online business. And I'm like, okay, I don't know how to do that, but let's go ahead and do that. And I hustled and I lived in grind and I lived in push for two years to get that thing off the ground. And we went from like nothing to multiple six figures in just over two years. And unfortunately, I actually didn't have the mindset or the belief system behind me to actually sustain me as I was building, as I was growing. Because as you know, the professional, like professional development and building your own business is like the most lucrative form of therapy you could ever have because all of your demons come to attack you and all of your limiting beliefs just dance in front of your face all the time. And you can either work through them and succeed or not and fail. And so I, I had worked through them to a certain point and then didn't as I, as I was trying to scale, I went 
fully in my masculine, but masculine plus lack or scarcity is a recipe for disaster. And that's actually what happened. Um, My business began to tank. And so I worked harder and I hustled more and I did more strategies and I did more tactics. And it felt like I was just like lobbing mud against the wall, hoping and praying that some of it would stick. And some of it did stick. Most of it didn't. Um, but my business has kind of crumbled right along with me and it landed in my a pretty impressive rock bottom called chapter 13 bankruptcy. And when the dust finally settled, I had this moment of clarity and I was like, holy crap, I created this and I didn't mean to. And I wonder if I can create my way out of this. And I really think that was when God was like, And now she's ready to play. And now she's ready to learn about feminine energy and masculine energy and and changing her subconscious beliefs so that they'll work for her instead of against her. And like things, things just started happening. I I um met a mentor who was just brilliant in the feminine and learned from her and and learned how to reprogram my subconscious. And I just began to leap. And and then the leaps became like these quantum leaps. So we went from chapter 13 bankruptcy to $232,000 in six months. I went from six clients to 97. I had gained 45 pounds than the previous two years. And that was all released within four months. And all of it was was easy and it was fun. And there was work involved and there was effort involved, but it was so much easier than what I had done for years and years previous. And then that just became my mission really was to help women tap, not just tap into feminine, but live in feminine and tap into masculine. Because when we hit a certain level of, of success, like especially in business, women are over masculinized and we just run in masculine all the time. And we've sacrificed the feminine for the masculine. And it has such a high, high price tag that most women don't understand. And and when you can just make some small tweaks, which are small, but have huge, huge dividends, you start falling in love with your life again. You get out of that burnout. You get out of that that frustration and feeling unfulfilled, even when you're reaching your goals and your milestones. And if you want to add a zero to your income in the year, that's absolutely possible. If you want to shed that weight, that's absolutely possible. Having really deep interpersonal relationships, like all of it becomes possible when you live in feminine and you tap into masculine. And we made millions over the last couple of years. Um, But interestingly enough, over the last 18 months, I went back into masculine. And, you know, because the business world turned on a dime and like economy turned on a dime and suddenly like it was the whole, the whole like theme was pivot, pivot, pivot. And so I just went into that hustle again and really interesting things happened. My weight went up, my money went down, my frustration increased, my burnout absolutely sky high um, because I was in too much masculine and remember masculine plus lack equals disaster. And I almost tanked my company last year uh, mm-hmm. because I was I was in that. So like, if you want to pull the curtain <laughs> and yeah. see what's actually going on, like that's what was, that's what was going on with me last year. And then I, and then I had another like come to Jesus moment where it was like, like, come on, come on. There's an, there's a higher level here. Let's, let's really get into feminine. And when I 
when I made that commitment to live in feminine and tap into masculine throughout the day, boom, things, things have opened up. And yet it's still a dance, Megan. Like it's still, we were talking before we hit record about a retreat that I did and I was in way too much masculine. And even though it was a retreat about the feminine and about like play and pleasure and pampering, and those are the three P's to success for women um, because I was driving in masculine all the time. And I was the structure and I was the system and I was the support for all of these clients. It took so much out of me. I'm still trying to recover Mm -hmm. from it because I got seduced by the masculine and kind of set feminine aside. Yeah. I, gosh, there's so many things I want to say and so many questions I have for you. So thank you for sharing that so openly and vividly about what your journey has looked like. And I know that so many women listening to this are really going to resonate with it. I mean, I resonate with everything you're saying. Um, You know, I kind of did something very similar last year. Like last year when everybody was pivoting, I really, everybody started pivoting like 2021. And then it was like the real hard pivot happened at the beginning of 2022. Agreed. Uh huh. I did the same thing. I had been running programs just like you. I think both of us were running like certain programs that we had had for, you know, a period of time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't know if you felt this way, but I think I started feeling like I, I wanted a shift even before the big hard pivot of society and the economy kind of hit everybody all at one time and just sort of all woke us up at night one night. I, in my body and mind and spirit and heart that I already had like some of those inklings to pivot, but I wasn't doing anything about it. I wasn't listening to that. And then the pivot happens and I actually did, I can't remember the years now. It must've been 2021. I did really adopt this um, soul rest kind of philosophy, but it was almost like a pendulum swing too far where uh-huh. I just like stopped selling, stopped launching, I which is like mom and wife. And re- I honestly like really enjoyed finding me again and yes. overcoming adrenal. I had adrenal fatigue. I had thyroid problems. I had hormonal imbalances, which was all from operating in my masculine for yep. so many years. That's where all yep. that came from. Mm-hmm. And same thing with you. Like literally, I wouldn't say like everything came crashing down because I kind of caused everything to crash very intentionally. Oh, yes, yes. Uh-huh. Yes. And and same thing as you, Allison. You know, you you're a business owner and you do realize like, you know, making money is a part of that. And I too, just like what you said, kind of found myself jumping back into, okay, let's rev it up again. Um I was telling someone I work with that in the month of February, I I tracked in a spreadsheet 250 reach outs, which are basically like me doing new outreach and follow up, you know, like bas- like traditional prospecting, <laughs> 250, not as many in March, but like that's just an example of like where my mind and my body were operating. It was a very much in the masculine. And to your point, and I want to back up what Allison is saying here because I'm I'm also a really good example of this. And I don't teach the stuff that you teach, Allison, but I also am living exactly what you're saying and have lived it as well, which I, I think the examples are great. The the whatever you want to call it, being in the masculine, some people call it hard work, some people call it hustle grind, whatever you want to call it. It was basically me, you know, I wasn't working more than like 30 or 35 hours a week, but it was like the same routines every day, the same discipline every day, coming in, sitting in the office, sitting at the computer, doing the work, going through the motions of it, all the reach outs, blah, 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 blah. 
it wasn't actually producing anything. It wasn't producing anything. It wasn't producing insane numbers of sales. It wasn't producing all this money that was coming and rolling in, even though you are doing the things you're supposed to do, air quotes, to grow your business. And somebody I was working with said to me like, well, it's not working anyway. So why don't you do it a different way? But it's so true. So here's a question for you. You know, we're both women. I'd say the majority of our listeners are women. When we initially start our businesses or when we rev it back up, like you and I just described, we have a tendency to tap back into just like full force masculine. Mm-hmm. Is that is that a condition? Is that programming? And so that's like part one of the question. I just want you to kind of unpack this for us. And then once we kind of pendulum into more of the feminine, you and I both pendulumed back into the masculine, even though we consciously know better. So why is that happening? So that's like a two-part question for you. Okay. So really easy answers. Yes. 100% is conditioning with us, like getting into that masculine and penduluming into the masculine because the masculine energy is the doing energy. It is the action energy. The feminine energy is the being energy. And we live in a society that only rewards action. At least we think it only rewards action, but we but we live and and business is like one hundred percent masculine, like this, and that's okay, that's okay. But the problem is is that we we play like we're smaller, less hairy men, and we're not. We're women, and so as women, we've got to play the business game in a different way. Like to your point with with the person who said it's not working anyway, so you might as well do something differently. Like you might as well do something that lights you up. I mean, when you said two hundred and fifty reach outs, I immediately went, oh, in my mind, like my heart just dropped to be like, because that's just so much push, you know, and we're just like push and hustle and grind and figure it out and make it happen. And, and, and as women, it just, it's like these boulders on our shoulders where it's just like, and here we go. And here we go. And here we go. And, you know, and it has a physical toll on us, but it is uh, definitely programming that we have. And, and by the way, I mean, the programming didn't start 60 years ago. The programming has been um, you know, masculine for the win for thousands of years. Because if if we were to take these two energies of creation and like decide which one is more powerful, so to speak, feminine is actually more powerful than masculine because mm-hmm. the feminine is the vision. Mm-hmm. Feminine inspires masculine. Masculine loves to please feminine. And so when we lose our when we lose our desire and when we lose our dream and our vision, we go to work and we just do the thing and do the thing. And then we're like, why the hell am I doing the thing? Like, what is the point of all of this? And then and then you have a harder time making sales. You have a much harder time making connections, and everything feels more and more transactional because that is masculine energy. Whereas the 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 feminine energy is the relational energy. It's the connection. It's the, it's the community. It's like, it's like having that coming together of minds and hearts. That's the feminine energy, but boy, it's been denigrated and, and just, just discounted and dismissed and devalued and annihilated over thousands of years because it is 
such a powerful energy. And it's really tempting. It's really tempting to live in the masculine because, again, we see the rewards that come from hard work. I mean, all of us don't work harder, work smarter. That's still masculine. We have this eight-hour workday. Well, who came up with an eight-hour workday? Like, it's, mm-hmm. I have conditioning and programming in me that I'm still like untangling. Whereas if I don't spend at least eight hours in the office, then there's this guilt. In yeah. Me. Most. Yeah, I have that too. Yeah. Where it's just like, well, but this is my own company. Like I get to make the rules. If I want to be in here for two hours, two days a week, then I get to be here for two hours, two days a week. However, having said that, the masculine is important to have structures and systems in place that will support you in being able to focus your energy onto something else. If you only want to spend two hours, a couple of days in the office every week. But remember the masculine is divinely designed to just support feminine not the other way around. Masculine serves feminine. And and when we get, when we hit a certain level of excellence or a certain level of success in our business, um, it's really, really hard to slow down to speed up because we know that the masculine works. We've seen that the hustle has worked. I made, I made half a million, three quarters of a million dollars in hustle before we lost it all. Like, like we know that it works. We have evidence that that works. And so we're really afraid to, to mess with something that doesn't feel broken. But believe me, it's broken. We can feel that it's broken. It's breaking our, it's breaking our health. It's breaking mm-hmm. our relationships for sure. Mm-hmm. And so we know it's not actually working. There's a higher way to be able to do it. But most women don't trust feminine. They don't trust that we can actually play. We can actually slow down. And if I want to double up sales in a year, I'm not going to double my effort. I'm actually going to double my rest Mm. because then that gives me the space for the vision to come in and lead. Mm -hmm. And money actually follows feminine. Money doesn't follow masculine. That's why the 250 reach outs didn't yield anything mm-hmm. because it wasn't being led by feminine. It was being mm-hmm. led by that have to or the programming of got to get this done if I'm going to make any sales. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's, let's break this down. So, you know, we're, we're running these businesses. And if you're listening to this, you're running a business and speak to, speak to the person who has had a considerable amount of success. And the evidence is it's been a lot of their hard work. Even if they have team members who are there, they're still jumping in, fixing all the problems. They're still making sales happen. They're still getting sponsorships for their event. Like they're still really the head driver, even with a team. Mm -hmm. You say to that person, you just need to rest and you're going to go rest and you're going to make more money. And they're going to be like, yeah, right. So what does this transition look like in real life inside of a company, because they're going to think in their minds, well, I'm going to go rest. And then when I come back, nothing will have moved forward. Everything is going to be the same. And I'm still in the exact same place I was before I rested. So what does that process look like to, to transition from being so much in the masculine and, and literally like training, training your body and your mind that that's the way it's supposed to be. What is the, what does the flip look like? The the flip looks like first it looks like massive amounts of trust. 
All right. And trust is confidence and the firm belief in the reliability of something or someone. So if you're the only one that's creating the sales or you're the big one that's creating the sales, it, it can be very difficult to trust feminine, like if I'm going to rest. But you can't do a feminine activity and masculine energy and hit feminine energy or be able to connect with feminine energy. It's like, okay, if I'm going to rest, then I'll go take a bath. But in the meantime, I'm going to listen to a marketing podcast while I'm soaking in the bath. You're not in feminine energy if you're in a bath listening to business stuff or trying no. to figure out spreadsheets or or any of that. It's like really resting because when you rest, when you get into your body, all right, let's let's set rest aside for just a second. And when you get into your body and out of your head, you actually unlock your intuition. And intuition is the mental faculty that responds to vibration and highly successful women a lot of times have a problem with the slowdown and a problem with the intuition because it causes a lot of mental conflict because the intuition is not responding to timeline. It responds to vibration. But if you know that if you leave and rest, that nothing is going to change, but if your rest has intention behind it to get you into your body, to connect with your feminine, which connects to uh, your higher power, then you're going to open yourself up to the inspiration that will come to put the right people in the right positions so that you're not the main driver in your company anymore if you don't want to be there. But you just constantly showing up and doing the thing and hoping that others will see what you do and then mimic it and have the same results is it, it that's that's living in fairyland right there. Mm -hmm. So you have to be willing to do something different for a little while and get that evidence that that actually works. And and if if nothing else, you'll at least feel more spacious. You'll feel more connected. You'll feel more energized because now you're in the right energy of creation, which is the feminine energy. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm, it's not easy to do. Um, and even though for, as women, we're wired for the feminine as women, we're wired for it. So it's actually quite natural to us, but we've had the naturalness of it conditioned right out of us. Yeah. But it's, it's just that initial going to the edge and then stepping off the edge where you feel like you free fall for just a second. And then you find your rhythm and you get your wings and all of that. But you you start to feel better. You start to feel more calm. You're, you know, you talked about adrenals and hormone imbalances and all of those things that too much testosterone or too much of those, too much adrenaline, too much cortisol, like all of that is from that constant do and that constant action. Mm -hmm. And so if for no other reason, if you just say, okay, well, for my health, if we need to, if we need to have some sort of rationalization for us to slow down, this is actually to save my health so that I can be a better leader and a better business owner, then okay, then let that, let that be something to support you. Mm -hmm. But you've just, you've got to try it. And it really, Megan, is the intention behind it. The intention is I've, I've got to balance these two energies and I've got to start leading with the feminine, which is the vision, which is the desire, it's possibilities, it's the unknown. And then, and then watch, like the people will be drawn, the right people for the right positions will be drawn to you. You'll find them. They'll come so much easier than you putting stuff out on Indeed all the time or like churning and burning through all of these wrong hires. Mm -hmm. Like you'll, you'll, you'll see the problems much faster. You'll see the solutions much faster. And then you'll get into inspired action and not massive action mm -hmm. so much faster because now okay. you're aligned to your vision. Okay. I love it. And you know, what it's bringing up for me, because I was on a team 
for a multi-million dollar company. And it was largely women. We had a couple of men who worked here and there for the company, but it was largely women. And I remember so many of our clients, they just imagined that behind the scenes, we were getting pedicures and manicures and massages. And it was just like this, you know, like spa day at the office every single day. And I was like, are you kidding me? I was like, no, we have to like make this machine work. We're all back here, like working a lot and even on the weekends. And a lot of the folks listening to this, their team members are women. So if the CEO is in their feminine, how do we lead our team? And, and if you have a team of women, are the women in their masculine? They're women, but they're behind the scenes. They are building some of the masculine structures. They are allowing the CEO to be in her feminine, but yet we also are burning out our team members. And I go into a lot of companies that are at making multiple seven figures. They have team members. And when I talk to the team members without the CEO present, they are on the verge of burnout. And what I've noticed when you've got really, really good people, meaning like women behind the scenes, there are certain women, and I'm somebody who's good at this too, we can actually manage high levels of chaos and function in it behind the scenes. And the CEO may not even know how much chaos we are functioning inside of. But somebody who's that good, they will only last about a year, maybe two years tops, and they're going to leave because they're so burned out. Yeah. So I would love for you to share a little bit more on that topic. If your team is all women and, Mm -hmm. and they're there as a support role to the CEO who gets to be in her feminine more, do what, what are the women behind the scenes? What are, what role are they playing? Are they in the masculine? Are they in the feminine or, you know, how do we do that? Yeah. Well, I can only speak for me and I only work with women and I only have women on my team. And it's very important to me that my team works in their feminine as well. So I have, and, and, and I've got one that is all about the systems and the structures and she's really good at it. She's the spreadsheet. She's my executive assistant. She is absolutely phenomenal. And I've got to tap in with her regularly. We have daily team meetings where we actually start in the feminine. We start with a brag, what, what happened that went really well and how we're, and, and we, we start in prayer as well so that we're working with a higher power, working with God every morning. And, and then I just, I have regular meetings with them. Like, how are you doing? What's going on? Because we can tell, like, mm-hmm. come on, if you're if you're with your team for any length of time, you can tell when they're haggard. They look haggard. You can tell. And and I'm and I'm about the relationship. I'm about the connection. And so I want to know what's going on. And when they I've created a, a an environment that's safe and that's nurturing, so they can come to me and be like, okay, this is really heavy. And I'm like, all right. When was the last time you meditated? When was the last time you did your morning ritual? When was the last time you played? What does your sleep look like? What does your water intake look like? And so I can I can kind of do those little diagnoses with them because no, it's I, and I've seen this with people who run very successful companies as well. To your point, like there's mostly women and they are just burned out beyond recognition so that the CEO can be in her feminine if she's a woman. And I don't subscribe to that theory. Like, let me be in my feminine, but you burn yourself out in your masculine. That makes me a huge hypocrite for what I teach. Mm -hmm. And so I'll tell my team members, if this is heavy, you need to set it down and come back to it later. And you need to go get a massage. You need to go get in the bath. 
you need to you need to reconnect with you and get back into your body. Mm-hmm. Because I can't afford, like, if you've got somebody who's really good in their position, you can't afford to burn them out. Like, come on, yeah. nurture yeah. them, keep them going, keep them loving to work for you and with you. But it is, it's critical to me that my team leads in their feminine. And I think the more the CEO is in her feminine, the more she can do that with her team. But if the CEO yes. is coming at everything in her masculine, now she's going to be barking orders at her team, frustrated with her team. Yeah, that's what I found last year. I got in my masculine and then I was resentful of my team. Why are you working as hard as I am? Why are you taking time off? And I, and I wasn't I wasn't saying it to them necessarily, but you bet that I was complaining to my husband about yeah. it because I wasn't I wasn't honoring my feminine in the way that I needed to be honoring my feminine and when other people were, it irritated me. Yeah. 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 So how, you know, tell us what a typical day looks like for you or a typical week looks like for you. So someone who is, I don't know, would you say like, are, how, what percentage are you in your feminine as a CEO? Like 60%, 80%, not that much yet. How much are you in your masculine? Tell us about an ideal week. So I, I look at it more as throughout the day. So mm-hmm. you want to be in your feminine 70 to 80% of the time and in your masculine 20 to 30% of the time, which freaks women out because they don't understand the interplay between the feminine and the masculine. That does not mean that I'm taking four hours worth of a bath every day. And then I'm going to go in there and like hit it hard balls against the wall for the, la- for, the for two hours a day. It's a dance. I start my day in feminine every single day. And my day starts early just because I love the quiet. I love that I'm not going to be distracted by anyone or anything. And I start with meditation, um, scriptures, anything that fills my soul, um, writing. So I'll write my gratitude. I'll write what I'm working towards so that I can picture that. And um, movement. Movement for me is always last because I hit the gym and the gym is masculine. But I've started my day in feminine. I've connected to my vision. I've connected to my higher power. Again, some days I'm more successful at it than others. Mm-hmm. I've been in masculine. I've been, we've had huge projects coming up lately. So I've been in more masculine than feminine and I'm tired. Mm-hmm. I'm tired. I'm like, I need, I need a break. And thankfully I have a retreat coming up that's just for me so that I really can rejuvenate and restore and recover and all of those things. Um, but those things also need to be built in throughout your day. So I start my day in feminine with my vision leading. And the vision is like, what do I want to connect to today? Do I want to connect to flow? Do I want to connect to inspiration? Do I want to connect to prosperity? Like, do I want to, what do I want to connect to? And then like, that's my intention. And I think that most women, I I don't think this, I know this because I can't tell you how many women have told me, well, I I do my morning routine every day, but it's just one more thing to do. Mm. Oh, okay. So you're doing a feminine activity and masculine energy. So you can check the box, but it's not actually helping you the way Mm. you want it to help you. It's, it's the intention behind it. that makes all the difference. Mm-hmm. And then when I have a long list of things to do, I'm going to pick the thing that feels lightest to me in the moment. Mm. What feels easiest for me to pick up? What, what feels fun? What feels light? What feels easy? Because now you're honoring, you're really honoring your feminine energy because now you're in the being energy. So how do you live in feminine 70% of the time and tap into your masculine is who you're being as you're executing on that task. Because mm. feminine energy is experience and masculine energy is execution. 
Mm. Do I want to be playful as I'm working on taxes? Do I want to be flirty with my work? Because that, that energy gives us energy, like the being energy and the experience of it all. It keeps us present in the moment. It keeps us focused. It literally energizes us. So we're not like reaching for the coffee at two o'clock every afternoon because we're in a huge slump. It actually energizes us that lasts throughout the entire day. You can find solutions a lot faster when you're in your feminine energy. And so it really is like, what do I want to experience when you're in flow? Flow allows you to bank left when you thought you were banking right without resisting the banking. Mm-hmm. Like it helps us navigate those those waves that happen of life every single day without like getting drowned by the waves or being capsized by mm-hmm. the waves. Mm-hmm. And Love it. So the feminine is like choosing the feeling or the state prior to the action that you're going to take. Yeah. When you say experience. Yeah. Like feeling or state. Okay, cool. Got it. I love that. So you're like constantly checking in with that throughout the day. Yes. And when things feel heavy. So this is, this is where we business women fall down and we go off the rails a lot because things get heavier to us throughout the day because we've been in too much masculine. We haven't fed ourselves. We haven't moved. We've sat our butts in the chair for six hours and we haven't moved and, and we're dying to move, but we're like 15 more minutes. I'm almost done 15 more minutes. And yet it takes you 45 because you can't focus or you've screwed it up or it's not in the right energy that you want to be in anyway. So set it down when it's heavy leave your physical environment. Even if you step a foot out of your physical environment, you're in a different energy now. Get the energy moving again. The best way to get into feminine is to get into your body. So move, Mm. turn on some music, bend your knees and swing your hips. And some, oh man, I've seen, I've seen highly successful women fall apart at this in giggles and laughter because they're so uncomfortable. They're so Mm -hmm. uncomfortable doing it. Look at a masculine woman and how she dances. She keeps her arms in. She keeps her hands up here so she can snap, but she moves from side to side in about 12 inches. That's it. That's how you know you're masculine. When you're feminine, your arms want to go wide. You want to experience different levels on the plane. Your knees want to bend. Your hips want to move. Like every single That's time. Everybody should go do that. Everybody uh-huh. should go turn on some music and dance and see yes. what you do. Because I definitely do the masculine dance. <laughs> was that you? Like, I was I'm totally like visualizing music. myself right now. Uh-huh. And you literally, so I'm like cracking up. You like literally just describe me when I'm in a group of people and I'm dancing. It's like, that's what it looks like. Uh-huh. Because you're masculine, you're in your head, you're in your head and yeah. masculine is good. Masculine is the riverbank. That's, this is why your arms are close to you and you're just moving from side to side. Look at the structure, look at the yeah. linearness of it. That's masculine. That's totally. the riverbank, but, but feminine is the river. Feminine is the flow. So when you're feminine, you can't be tight. You want to be big. Yeah. Your arms want to move in circles. It's the most bizarre, beautiful thing. You tap into yeah. your body and your body will tell you how you want to move. Yeah. Well, we can be in both. We get to swing back yes. and forth from both. And it's, and it's necessary. It's necessary yeah. to your point because we swing way too far one direction in the masculine and then we're burned out and then we're like villainizing the masculine. So then we swing way too far to the left and then we're feminine and then we're we're lethargic and we don't really want to do anything. And then we get 
it, it's, it's, it's interesting being yeah. over in either of those energies is not good for anybody. We want to, we want them to work together. Yes. That's the key right As there. Allies. That's the key. You, you have both, you get to be in both, you get to dance between both, you get to tap into both and just be really aware of when you're staying too long in one or the other. Uh-huh. And your body will tell you, Yeah, body will tell you, it will feel heavy. You, it'll be, ugh. It yeah. will feel like that when somebody says, Hey, can you do this? And it'll be, oh, yeah. Like you'll just feel your heart drop or your stomach drop. That's your feminine. Mm-hmm. That's your body telling you that's where you say no. Yes. Yes. And, and look, yeah. the, the thing I want you to end on, because I know the last time we were catching up, this was a few months ago, you changed the way I, I think you made some alterations to your business model and the way that you were doing marketing and sales. Right. And this is a really good example of being in masculine or feminine and you caught it. So I'd love for you to share to whatever degree you want to like what it looks like now and how you identified what was going to work really well for Allison and Allison's company in terms of programs, containers, and the way in which you are inviting people into those programs. Because I know what you and I talked about privately, like you realized the way you were trying to do it, like it wasn't working for you anymore. Mm-hmm. It wasn't producing the results you wanted personally, financially, or in your business. So, and this also just kind of gives you an opportunity to share a little bit more about your work, Allison. So if you'll share that, that, that would be awesome because it's such a good example of this conversation we're having. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I was, I was in a, a strategy that was just heavy. It was online launches and online challenges every six to eight weeks. And at first it was so fun for the first year, (laughs) for the first year, it was fantastic. And it was light and it was easy. And there were so many people that were coming in and it was just, it was amazing. And then it became this obligation and it became like, all right, gird up your loins, girls. We got another launch coming up in three weeks. And so we would do all the things and still you know, try to get our energy up, but we weren't having the same kind of return. We weren't getting the caliber of people that we were wanting. It was just heavy. It was heavy. And the last online launch that I did, I think, uh, I think we barely broke even. And I was like, okay, clearly God wants me to do something different clearly because this was working before it's not working now and most importantly i'm not loving it anymore this feels really heavy so what what might i be able to do well i just so happened to be speaking in alabama and there was another speaker there and we got to talking and he'd had the same experience and he was like i do these tiny little events that are live in person belly to belly and they are so fun and we get to go deep and we get to we get to be in that energy live together in person rather than filtering through a computer screen and i was like it felt so light and so fun and i was like yes sign me up for that and so that's what i do now i think everybody gets really seduced by the masses and i'm going for mm-hmm. volume now and Oh, like that just for Allison, that's not what God wants me doing right now. And that's not what I want to do right now either. And so it's connection. It's connection. It's going to lunch with people, which is my favorite thing to do with high vibe women and connecting with them and learning about them. And it's doing, it's doing events and workshops that give them a taste of feminine and masculine. And then I invite them into a two day live event. And we spend two days and I cap it at 20 people 
because I'm serious and I'm intentional. It's not just this consolation prize. Oh, we couldn't fill the room. I really only wanted 20 anyway. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. no, like it's intentional because what we're doing is really deep over those two days. Mm-hmm. And so we dive and I can't dive if there's 60 people in the room, you won't get out of your masculine. You mm-hmm. won't if there's too many people because masculine is a protective energy. Feminine is a vulnerable energy. And if there's too many people there and you're like, you won't, you won't let yourself take off the mask. If yep, there's that's right. people there. Mm-hmm. That's so right. we need it. We need it small. We need it intimate. And my groups, my programs are high touch. And so I don't want them huge. I don't want 300 people in my group. They'll get lost. Mm-hmm. And women have been getting lost for centuries and it's time to be found. And so now like it's, so, it's very intentional. We have the structure around it. They get a playbook. We have, we, we let the masculine support the feminine. We're not just like, all right. So it'd be fun. Let's find a hotel room somewhere. I don't know. Like we, we got it. We got to have our ducks in a row with all of that, but we let the masculine create the structure that supports so much dynamic movement in your own soul and in your body and your way of thinking in this two day event, which then leads into a program that makes sense for you to join. And if it doesn't make sense for you to join, we don't want you to join it. Like, it's so beautiful. I don't have to convince anybody uh, that they need me. I don't have to beg or chase. I'm just inviting and I'm pulling people in. And that's Mm -hmm. the beauty of the feminine. And it's worked so well. And they're so, so much fun. And I'm loving it. And, and it's, and it's bringing in some really wonderful money. Yeah, good. I'm so happy to hear that. Thank you. Yeah. It's exciting to experience it. Get into your feminine, ladies. You heard it straight from the feminine master. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Allison, tell us where to find you on social media, website. Uh, I know you have a podcast as well. So let's do, do some shout outs for what you've got going on. Yeah. So I've got a podcast called The Prosperity Approach. You can see it on YouTube or any of the platforms that you listen to your podcasts on. You can find me at allisonchavis.com. If you're interested in the feminine factor and just finding out some more information about that, you can go to prosperityapproach.com slash live, L-I-V-E, and you can learn about that two-day event if that feels like something you'd be interested in. It is a paid event, so I'm going to be really transparent about that if you're not ready for that kind of um experience yet. I do free masterclasses all the time. So you can just go to prosperityapproach.com slash lunch. And we do lunch and learns over Zoom and live as well. So that's a free class that you can take. You can find me on the prosperity experience on Facebook, Allison Chavez underscore on Instagram, like I'm everywhere. So I would love to connect at whatever level makes sense for your audience to connect with. And I'm here to help and here to contribute in any way that I can. Awesome, Allison. Thank you so much. All those links and everything Allison just shared is in our show notes. So go check her out. I follow Allison. I listen to your stories on Instagram. I love everything that you're about and everything you do. So this was such a a needed conversation today, especially with, you know, the number of women entering entrepreneurship today. It's an all-time high. We've got the wealth transfer happening. It's going into the hands of more women. We've got more women running businesses as CEOs. And, you know, a lot of our examples are a much more masculine example So your work is just so profound, Allison. So thank you so much for sharing it with us today. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for tuning into the Built to Last show. 
If you're loving the show and have gotten any value out of it for your business and life, would you mind doing two things? Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review. Our listener reviews helps us get more visibility and reach more people just like you. Help us make a difference for more entrepreneurs by helping them grow their businesses in a way that aligns with their life, family, and core values. Thank you so much for being part of our community and tuning into the show each week.